the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Auto Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Auto Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome to You Auto Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This segment's brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a, a business uh, that has a liquor store, grocery store, and uh, you're having troubles with cashiers, you might want to check out, uh, you know, uh, it's called uh, uh, Point of Sale, or actually, I can't even talk. It is for when you don't have, uh, you don't need a cashier. And all you have to do is they, they'll come out, they'll take a look at your facility, and in, they'll be more than happy. Self-checkout, that's what it is. I couldn't even think about it. Walmart uses it. Home Depot uses it. Costco uses it. It's really, really a way to go. So check them out. Go to 800-540-2149. They'll come out. They'll take a look at your facility. And if their system f- works, you're talking less than a, what you would pay for a, a, a new cash register. Plus, you get seven-day, 24-hour-a-day uh, warranty and service. They'll come out. Take care of you. You'll never be down. Also, uh, San Diego Propane. If you live out in East County, San Diego Propane is by far the way to go. Uh, The only service in uh, East County, so go to sd-propane.com or 619-460-1705. That's San Diego Propane. And West Escondido Auto and Trans, four locations, Napa Auto Care, ASC Certified, AAA, WestAutomotiveGroup.com, WestAutomotiveGroup.com. All right. Hey, we've got uh, Kristen Barclay. Yeah, she's on a little bit early today since uh, she's a little bit behind on her reviews. And I told her, sure, well, let's chat. So she's going to talk about the Cadillac XT6. Boy, there's another one I bet you love. (laughs) I mean, you know, you can't love every car you drive, but uh, yeah, it's a good one. (laughs) Hey, hey, first, let me, I know that this has been top of your mind as well this week, but uh, our, our hearts and uh, thoughts are with uh, the people of Florida. Yes. Um, friends, colleagues, and everyone that, that was just affected by uh, Hurricane Ian. Let's hope they retire that name and that we have a uh, peaceful hurricane season um, as we've got a, a couple more months to go. So. Yeah, and this is the beginning of the hurricane season. That's the downside. It is, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and the devastation is just horrific. And so, um, I, you know, one of my thoughts, you know, after you get past the, the loss of home and the loss of life, and you and I watch the footage and you see these vehicles just submerged, and knowing that there's already a shortage um, of vehicles, I just, 
you know, I, I, my, my concern goes to it's not like these people, as, as they get their insurance money and they start to pick up the pieces, they can't just walk into a dealership and say, hey, you know, I want a new Cadillac XC6 Sport. Right. Um, because it may or may not be immediately available. And you're talking about people that need a car like tomorrow. That's right. Um, and look at all the dealerships so, that got flooded. I mean, and we're talking a lot of car dealerships, new and used, that the water, I mean, the cars were submerged. And I hate to say yeah. it, folks, there's no way you can save a car that's been totally submerged and not with all the electronics that are in these cars today. Ooh. No, it's pretty much just the total loss. And so, you know, as we've been driving vehicles this week, um, this has kind of been, been on my mind. Um, right. A lot of people, you know, reach out and just kind of say, hey, hey what do we do? And um, I wish I had a magical answer. Unfortunately, I don't. Well, they could um, donate. But- they could donate to Red Cross. They can donate. You know, they could, you know, anything and everything because they're, I mean, this is not going to be over in, in three weeks. This is going to be well, years. Yeah. And you know what? Here's the thing. Right now, I know there's a lot of people that are struggling before this, right, with the economy, the right. economy, the inflation and everything else. Go give blood. If you can't give oh, money, yeah. if you can't volunteer your time, there's a shortage of blood oh, that is continued. Yeah. And so just go get blood if you're able to, you know, um, that that helps a lot. Um, but anyways, look, I don't want to take away from the XT6 because, like you said, oh, yeah. um, it is an enjoyable ride. It's a midsize three-row SUV. There's three trim levels. So even though the XT6, you know, we, we talk about Alphabet Super, at least I do, but three trim levels, they make it easy. You can get the luxury, the premium luxury, you can get the sport. It's got a 3.6 V6 in it. Um, so plenty of horsepower. This thing has 310 horsepower, 271 pound-feet of torque. Uh, so it's it's ready to go with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto are on there. Uh, the thing, though, that sets the Cadillac XT6 apart is that Super Cruise is now available. And I have been very skeptical because a lot of these driving aids, um, as, as we move towards autonomy, to me, they're not there yet. And so, you know, there's a lot of times when you and I are driving the vehicle and we talk about how it does this lane correction, sometimes not when needed. Um, but I like the Super Cruise. I, I wouldn't 100% trust it, but I don't 100% trust my my uh, surround view monitor or my backup cameras or anything else. So that's just kind of – I just always think we should throw that caveat out there. But it's the only vehicle in its class that has the ability to go hands-free at a high speed. And so I think that's something to keep in mind, you know, when you're when you're shopping for a, for a mid-size three-row. But um, I think I messaged you when I first had this, and I said, you know, I think it's priced a little high um, because – Mine, which was the sport, which is top of line, was priced at $75,000. And being that it's a midsize SUV, um, even in the luxury segment, I think that's kind of high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, it's funny you say that because I was thinking the same thing, that it was just, just a tad on the high side. Right. And I think people who are brand loyal, who are Cadillac people, um, maybe, you know, they're, they're good with that. But I think if you're looking, if you're shopping, most people I know these days are shopping from a competition standpoint. And mm-hmm. because of the chip shortage, because of vehicle shortage, a lot of them are getting in vehicles from, from brands from manufacturers they might not normally consider because it's what's available. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was looking, and this one stacks up against the Acura MDX, the Audi Q7, the Lincoln, Avia- Avi- Aviator, Lincoln Aviator, and the Volvo XC90. And Marlon actually has the Aviator this week. And so when I kind of look at the two, um, the Aviator to me stands out a little bit more when you look at the price of the Cadillac. I'm not sure I would see it. I think I would see them more competitive if the prices came down a little bit. But 
you know, that's that's my two cents. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I mean, I should mention, you know, that they start at forty eight five ninety five, so you could get in one of the uh, the lower trim level, like the luxury, for closer to around fifty thousand dollars if you can find one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and I, as much as I even hate to bring this up, there's going to be a little bit of a markup. Yeah. Much as I hate, to, but I mean, I'm telling you, folks, it's it is what it is. I mean, they these people. I mean, they're they're business people. They got to make money as well. So yeah, but I know what you're saying, though. I know what you're saying. I think the thing is, uh, the industry's changed so much, and so people who haven't shopped for cars. I was this week. I had a friend call. They've got a they've got a Tahoe, 2005 Tahoe, and they said, "Hey, you know what? It's starting to need some repairs, and the repairs that it needs." are going to be more than I want to put in there right now. It's more, and they said not just that, but the parts aren't immediately available, so I'm going to be waiting. Mm-hmm. And they hadn't shopped for a car since 2008. And so I said, well, you know, wow. you need to start shopping now. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, what do you mean? And then they were like, well, you know, I'm, I'm good at negotiating. Like, I, I understand sales. I can go in there and negotiate. And I said, <laughs> you don't understand. It's yeah. a dealer's market right now. It is, this is not, you know, I was like, customers are a dime a dozen, and you can't just go in there and negotiate because if you walk, you know, the next guy's willing to pay that price. Well, and, and here's what I've been I've been telling everybody. I go, you know, it's 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 real simple. You know, when when you have a dealer that's been spent you know, selling 200 cars a month, and now they're only selling 20 cars a month, they got they got to be able to keep the doors open. They got to keep they got to keep the people employed. And the only way that can happen is they're going to have to mark up these vehicles. It's not that they want to do it; it's just they don't have a choice. So. Well, but, and it's not just that. It's it's the price of the parts are, are you know, well, changing. The, the shipping too. is changing. It's like so much has changed from the time that SMRP is put mm-hmm. on the vehicle. Yeah, no, I, I'm right. I'm right there. I'm right there with you. Did I lose you? Uh-oh. Cool. Uh, what? Oh, I thought I lost you me? there for a second. No, no, no. Just trying to say we're not trying to be the bearer of bad news. No, 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 no. have all the information before they get to the dealership. Right, exactly. And what was the pricing on it? It was 75000 for the model I was in. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, that's kind of the going rate. All right, we're going to talk uh, Buick Envision. Uh, how do you say the last word? Avenir? Avenir. Oh. Can't wait to hear what you think of that. Right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to the You Ought to Know Show, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by uh, Hot Rods and Custom Stuff. If you've been out at Good Guys, you can see all the kinds of cars that he builds, 23, 24, Auto Parkway in Escondido. Go to HotRodsCustomStuff.com or 760-746-1170. And if you are looking for a Mercedes-Benz, you might want to check out South Bay Auto House. They've been doing this for over 25 years. they got technicians that are factory trained. Uh, they uh, pre-own cars. They've got a complete parts department. And I tell you what, they work on a lot of Mercedes-Benz, and they know exactly what to do and if you're getting ready to trade yours in on a new mercedes give them an opportunity they may give you more for it than the dealer go to autohousesouthbay.com talk to gary and rick tell them you heard it right here on kcbq 
AM 1170 and Bumper Doc Santee, 8711 Magnolia, uh, window tint, scratches, dings, dents, body work, you name it. Phil and Brandon are great folks. Uh, tell them you heard it from me, SanteeBumperDoc.com, SanteeBumperDoc.com. All right, we're talking to Kristen Barclay, and she's now going to talk to us about the Buick Envision Avane, or Aven, Aven, how do you say that? I think it's Avenir. It's Van, A-V-E-N-I-R. Okay. So I'm going to go with Avenir. I think I will, too. And I'll, yeah, I think I will, too. And if we get yelled at, hey, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> so tell us about that vehicle, because I don't, to be honest with you, I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, I think the Envision is fairly new. Um, it was a vehicle that was in China, and I think it's done pretty well. Oh, uh, okay. Here. Um, and one of the reasons is that they want to um, have a, you know, the the luxury or the compact SUV segment is super competitive. And we've talked about that before. It's like just too many choices. Like you, you walk into an ice cream shop for the first time after only having like the choices of vanilla and chocolate. And you walk into one that has 52 flavors and you're like, oh, my gosh, what do I do? Um, you know, but there's always people that are going to want a luxury compact SUV. And so Buick decided, jump in, let's jump into the segment. We can compete. And I think they can, especially with the prices for this, because it starts at a low for the class price. And when I say low for the class, I mean for that segment, again, compact premium SUV starts at $31,700. The one I drove was a little over $41,000 because I was in the top trim. There's three trims. There's only three. So there's the preferred, the essence, which is the middle, and the avenir. Um, And, you know, the first thing I took the kids for a ride in it, we had to go somewhere, and they hop in the back seat. The first thing the kids noticed is the mirror, the rearview mirror, is one with the camera on it. And, you know, you've driven vehicles that have that before. Mm-hmm. Um, kids don't normally notice it, and I think normally because when I ha- when it's an option in vehicles I drive, it's usually a bigger SUV. So I think they're kind of a little bit further back from it, but they were like, oh, check out that tech. That's cool. Uh, it's one of those things that you either I think you either love or you hate. It takes me some getting used to. Um, but the design, the exterior design of the Envision is striking. The interior is much like all Buicks kind of has that premium kind of i want to say stylish feel about it kind of always feels like they're trying to do a lot um first available 10 inch diagonal touchscreen infotainment system plenty of power it's got a a turbo four but 228 horsepower with a nine-speed automatic and it also has the tech features that everybody is is come to kind of i almost want to say demand or expect you know wireless apple carplay android auto and then it also has the available Amazon Alexa integration. I have yet to use Alexa in a car um, or understand how or why people are going to want to. How about you? Like, is this something that you think is just going to be a must-have in vehicles for people going forward, or is it just kind of there? You know, I, I don't, I don't know. You're talking about the rearview mirror. No, the Alexa, you oh, know, the Amazon oh. feature. Yeah, I'm not Alexa. I'm not doing that. I, I don't have any of that stuff in my house, uh, but I'm old school. Hey, I'm the same guy that I uh, uh, remember Don from uh, Infinity and uh, Harman Kardon. Oh, yeah. Well, I, yeah, wa- yeah. I want a Bluetooth speaker, $350 worth of speaker. And I said, what do I do with this? And she goes, oh, it's for your phone. I go, my phone? I don't want anybody hearing my conversation. She goes, no, 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 no. It's for the music in your phone. 
I don't have any music in my phone. What do I got music in my... No, I got a car radio, and I got a home stereo. So I'm probably the wrong guy to be asking, but I've been told by friends that they like that because, you know, I think you can do all kinds of things through Alexis to your car. I don't know. What do yeah, you think? Yeah, and I, I mean, and you know, like, I, I, it kind of... Okay, I'm going to date myself. I'm going to date both of us here, but it almost reminds me of the Jetsons, right? Yes. So, you know, because when you watch the Jetsons and, you know... You got a robot that's going to clean your house or make your dinner. You know, the I think the oven, like, did all your food or whatever sometimes, right? So I guess it kind of, you know, you're in a premium vehicle, and you can go, hey, Alexa, add such and such to my grocery list. Or, you know, hey, Alexa, order recycling bags. So I guess yeah. from that standpoint, yeah. I get it. I guess for me, I'm not that busy that when I'm in my car, I need a, an assistant, a virtual assistant, so to speak. And then because I have an advertising background – I always think, all right, but if I'm using her in my car, you know, is she, is, what kind of data is she getting? Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I kind of call it the invisible passenger, but that's just me. You know, I digress. Um, I think that Buick is one of those brands that you're, I'm kind of watching and saying, what's next? Um, I think it makes a, a big statement that they brought Envision to the U.S. Um, that they're kind of saying, hey, we're, we're still a brand that is a, uh, it's competitive. We're, we're, we're expecting to be here because I think you and I and other people in the automotive segment have kind of been watching to decide, is Buick going to stay and compete? Or with, you know, the, the manufacturers evolving, is Buick one that's going to kind of fade in the background? I think Envision is saying, hey, we're going to stay. We're here to compete. Well, you know, they're, I think they're the number one car in China. I mean, they look at the Buick like we look at a Mercedes or a Cadillac. Definitely a big seller. My thing is, I rarely see Buicks on the road over here where we are. So I, I know. You know, is it? Are they more popular somewhere else? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I saw a Saber the other day, like the first one I've seen in a long time, mm-hmm. and I was watching it, and I said, you know what? That's either a teenager or an older person because it's a very older model. And so I kind of gave it a little leeway driving, and thank goodness I did, um, because the car pulled right in front of me, like with less than a foot to spare. Um, and, and that's what made me think that's actually in the Envision. And I thought, you know, that's only the second Buick other than the one I'm driving that I've seen recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, but I wonder, I would love to see their sales numbers and see, is there a certain area of the country where they're really popular right now? And is that why I'm not seeing them on the road here? They're just not as popular in Texas. I don't know. Yeah. Well, now I did go to LA, uh, to the design center up there with Buick and I got to see the the Wildcat concept. Well, looks amazing, doesn't it, dude? I am here to tell you. And I talked to the people there, and the Buick, in my mind, after talking to them, that car isn't going nowhere. And that thing was so amazing. I mean, and what they did is they just gave a pad of paper and a pencil to the design team and said, "Let us." Come up with something. Let's take a take a look. And that's what they came up with. And these designers are all under the age of 30. So, I- well, Buick has been a brand, though. I don't know if you recall, but Buick has been a brand that has always made a big splash at auto shows with their mm-hmm. concepts. And people get super excited. They go and they take pictures and it, it hits social media. And, we're, and I mean, even, even us as journalists, we get real excited. And then you don't ever see the concept come to life. 
close to the concept. Does right. that make sense? Right. But I think in, in, in reading what they're looking to do, it sounds like they're getting ready to kind of make a turn towards yeah. more of what they're revealing. And I'm excited about it. Again, I think this vehicle, for the way it drove, for the design on the exterior, for the price tag, I think it's competitive. My only drawback with the Envision that we had is the air vents, the AC vents were very small. Oh. And I had trouble getting enough airflow on me as well as in the backseat for the kids. Interesting. But, but if you're not driving it in Texas, <laughs> if you're driving it in a, you know somewhere else, it might not be a thing for you. You mean like a real state with real weather? Do those exist anymore? I mean, I was trying to think of a state off the top of my head, like maybe Oregon. I don't know. Hey, San Diego, girl. I mean, you've been to San Diego. I mean, yeah, but San Diego is not a state. You got to be like oh. right in San Diego. Well, I consider it a state. <laughs> I am an alpine. That is a state. I have a border, and you can't come without my permission. <laughs> Do you have a guest house? Because uh, I don't think I can afford to live in San Diego on my no. own. Can I come stay with you guys? Sure. I know. I know you cannot afford to come to San Diego. That's see. That's the problem. <laughs> People leave, and then they hate the weather, and then they turn around and try to come back, but they can't afford it because our our house prices are off. The charts. What you've got in in your town for maybe three hundred, four hundred thousand, maybe is over a million here. I know. And, I know. And our state is so screwed up. I can't, we're getting ready to go to winter blend gas. Ooh. How could you have winter oh, blend the- and summer blend gas in a state where the temperature doesn't variate more than from what sixty to eighty degrees? Give me a break. We do the same thing here too, though. We 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 have a special blend, and and you know, of course, it affects the prices. And so, yeah, uh, yeah look at fuel efficiency. The the Envision was very fuel efficient, so that's something to keep well, in mind. Yeah. So, what's your gas prices? Because I just filled up. I'm driving a, a Bronco Raptor, and and I yeah. and I never let this happen. I never let the fuel get low. Unfortunately, I did. So I had to fill it up. A hundred and two dollars for uh 11 gallons ouch no i think we're right around three a gallon right now yeah, we're six we're six forty six six sixty nine a gallon for regular wow uh, you you use gas buddy app right i'm sure you're listening nah, to you know gas what buddy. i'm i'm one of these knuckleheads i use chevron I mean, you're old school, but start using the Gas Buddy app because it'll tell you where a Chevron station is, the lowest yeah. price near you. I don't think you gas, can still pick your brand. But I don't think price. Gas Buddy's even in California because they know it's a. Hey, ask ask Alexa. Just get in your vehicle and say, <laughs> Alexa, where is the most affordable gas? I might have to do that. I might. I might have to. T- <laughs> I don't think. Do that like, and then report back. <laughs> I don't think Alexa likes me anyway. I yelled at her one time. Oh man! She yelled yeah. back. You know too. what? That's a that's a good thing about virtual assistants. They might talk back, but I don't think they hold a grudge. Oh well, then in that case, I'm good. And maybe they don't have a memory. <laughs> hey, well, this has been fun. We got to do this again for sure, for sure, for sure. Thanks for letting me hang out extra with you, and right. uh, I think I've got a couple weeks off, but I'll talk to you soon. Cool. All right. Well, you enjoy, and uh, folks, how do you how do we how do you follow you around? FocusDailyNews.com or find us at Facebook.com backslash YAK Radio. Oh, also, it's National Newspaper Week, so make sure you give any newspaper some support, some likes, some love this week. And how's the newspaper doing? Doing good? Newspaper business is a tough business to be in, so we always appreciate a like, a love, a handshake, wave at us, do something. Keep up the good (laughs) work. I read it every time I get it. Thanks, Dave.
All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. Brian Armstead's in the house, and he finally found a vehicle he could fit in. The Ford Expedition Max right here on FM 96.1. AM 1170, the answer. Folks, welcome back. You're listening to the You Want to Know Show, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by John's Automotive Care, 6267 Riverdale Street. Go to John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair.com. Give them a call, 619-280-8215. That is 619-280-8215. Oh, I'm sorry, 9315. And AAA, Napa Auto Care, ASC Certified. Can't beat it. All right, hey, we got Brian Armstead on the line, and he is driving a big old Ford Expedition. Good thing you're not out here at $6.65 a gallon. Well, before before we get into this truck, I got a bone to pick with Brendan, our, our esteemed. He's our not Ford here today. I got a, He's not here today. We got a rookie. Oh, okay. So, okay. You, so don't be he beating played. up on the kid. No, wait a minute. How did, how did he know my name if it wasn't Brendan? Because I told him that you would be calling in. Oh, okay. I share. All right, what's the, what's the, young, what's the young brother's name? Joe. Joe, how you doing, man? Do not play Beach Boy music when I'm <laughs> sitting in the car and it's raining buckets ah! on my head, okay? <laughs> I was going to ask you, are you getting hit by the storm? Dude, it's like, well, first of all, I just want to... You know, I'm making a joke about the weather, but this is a very real situation for the folks in Florida and in the Carolinas. You know, my heart, my prayers go out to all the families who have been affected. Yeah. Hurricane Ian was, came in and it was no joke. So we're getting the remnants of it here. And it's been a, just a nasty weekend. So I hear the Beach Boys. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. <laughs> you know, you California types. You just rub it in all the time. I know. But, uh, yeah, well, you know, but this is kind of like the perfect vehicle that could – that would um, be perfect, you know, ideal in this kind of environment when you need to go help your fellow man and you need to load up some gear or, or load up some people and, and get them out of harm's way because this expedition, you know, it's it's a four-by-four four and it can pretty much go every, everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's not just an expedition, though, um, Dave. It's an expedition max. Now, I went out earlier to watch my sorry Washington Commanders football team get uh, trounced by the Cowboys. Oh. And I couldn't drive it to the bar that we went to because it's too large to fit in the parking lot at the establishment. So I parked on the side of the road. I had my friends follow me, and they ended up going in their car. This thing, I mean, I haven't seen anything like this since the excursion back in the day. Remember the the Ford excursion back in the early 2000s with the V10 gasoline engine or the uh, diesel powertrain? Remember that, Dave? Yep, yep. Yeah, well, this is excursion size. It is huge. It's a three rows, um, of course. You got, uh, I have captain's chairs in the second row. I'm sure you can configure it to be an eight passenger vehicle. Right now, I'm rocking with two, four, um, six, seven passengers. And it's just one of 10, count them, 10 trim levels wow. for the expedition. Got the base expedition at 53,875. The, uh, which is the XLSTX. You have the XLT at 57,940. The XLT Max at 
9.40. You have the Expedition Limited, 67.115. Limited Max, 69.115. Timberline, 70.705. King Ranch, 77.170. And King Ranch used to be the range topper. But we have a King Ranch Max, 79.170. Platinum, 79.620. Of course, you have to, if you have a platinum, you have to have a platinum max. Of course. 81.620. 81.620. But, I mean, you know, when you get to that $81,000 level, you've got bells, whistles, doodads, <laughs> gigas, tchotchkes, everything that you can imagine is in the vehicle. When I first got into the vehicle, I had just come from driving the Grand Wagoneer. Right. Now, the Grand Wagoneer, to me, is the, you know, is the state of the art for the super, this was the XL version, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it, it is the range topper for the super large suburban Escalade Max Navigator, you know, the big old honking American sport utility vehicles. Sure. They get, you know, ridiculous fuel economy. Um, so I jumped from, I, you know, I came home. The next day the car was in my driveway. I got into the Expedition Max, and I drove off, and I'm like, this thing rides really poorly. And then I realized I was comparing it to a car that is built uh, for luxury versus a car that's built for luxury and utility. Uh-huh. Now, if I was in the middle of a storm, you know, the, the Jeeps, uh, it's not a Jeep, by the way. It's just right. labeled Grand Wagoneer. There's nothing on the car you'll find that ever says Jeep. Right. Um, it's just a different kind of vehicle. It's, it's luxurious. It has Macintosh audio, leather here, wood there, you know, open pour wood. This is more like, you know, Texas Midwest mm-hmm. ranch sports trailer type of deal when you got a bunch of kids or a bunch of ranch hands that you want to ride around in comfort but you don't necessarily need to go overboard with luxury. Now, I have not driven the range-topping Platinum Max. But then, I, you know, I, as I've driven the car, the ride is not as bad as I initially thought it was. It, it's just different from the Wagoneer. That doesn't make it bad. No. It's just a little more taut. It's a little, you know, this is a quiet vehicle. I love the layout. I'm sitting here in the driveway uh, talking to you via Apple CarPlay, which is, you know, Android and Apple CarPlay are standard. I've got analog gauges for engine speed and vehicle speed, but I also have digital gauges for, and I love this about Ford and General Motors, they give you a full complement of gauges. I've got coolant temperature. Mm. I've got oil pressure. I've got turbo PSI. I've got fuel economy, and then I can go into other gauges and see, you know, oil temperature or, you know, uh, voltmeter. All I have to do is scroll within the... uh, scroll within the different uh, the driver information cluster. I've been getting about 19 miles a gallon in this thing. What? Uh, Dave Stahl. Yes, sir. And it's got to weigh, it's got to weigh close to, it's got to weigh 7,000 pounds. Oh. I mean, I don't know the exact curve. It's got to. But it's it's huge. It's got the 3.5 liter EcoBoost V6 with a 10-speed automatic transmission, and it it accelerates nicely. And it gets up and goes. It can get out of its own way. I have the 4x4 version. If you don't live in a snowbound or, or, or weatherbound mm-hmm. area, then you can opt for the 4x2 for a little better fuel economy. But even with the, you know, even if you live in California, I, I just think the 4x4 is a good thing to have in a large vehicle for oh. 
from a handling safety perspective, it just you can get out of your way a lot better if you have all four wheels in control as opposed to, you know, a tail wagon on a rear-wheel drive vehicle. Oh, yeah. And you put your foot in it to get out of the way of somebody who swerved. Some some moron in a in a Buick, like, you know, Kristen was talking about swerves in front of you. Mm. You need to get out of the way. Yeah. It's just nice to have uh, the additional safety that the uh, 4x4 platform offers. It's comfortable. I've got, you know, good leg room. Of course, it's a Ford, which means I have adjustable pedals, which is right. a Ford exclusive as far as I can think. Uh, you know, if you're if you're five foot two, bring the pedals closer to you. Mm-hmm. If you're six foot nine, push them further down into the uh, into the footwell. Right. And I can almost um, I I can hit the um, the accelerator almost head on, which is very rare for me. And it's got a great distance between the accelerator pedal and the brake pedal. So people with gigantic feet like me don't have to worry about accidentally pressing the accelerator and the brake at the same time oh, yeah. or having the accelerator. Oh, yeah, sometimes the pedals are so close together. You know, we're a size uh, 15 shoe. It's not necessarily big for a guy my size, but it's a big foot, and it takes up a lot of real estate in this uh, small little cavity, you know, where you put your legs. Sure. So it's nice to have there's got to be uh, four inches, four inches at least between the uh, brake pedal in the accelerator pedal. So heads heads up and heads um, big ups to Ford uh, for that. Go to the center console. It's got the, uh, you know, the Ford uh, Microsoft system. I forgot the exact name of it. Um, but it's it's um, it's called Ford Pass Connect with, with well, well, no, that's not the name of the system. What is the name of the telematic system in Ford? Oh, my God. Sync, sync, sync. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the, yeah, it's the latest version of Sync Telematics. The Wi-Fi built in. Uh, you can go to apps. You can do all your apps that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, you can download apps. I've got Tidal and Pandora downloaded now, um, as well as the Apple CarPlay app. Um, you can you can tell Sync whatever you want. It's like Siri listens to you. If you say the wrong word, it's going to start talking to you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> and uh, navigation is crisp and clear. Uh, Dual glove boxes, which I really like because I go further to the right. It's got an upper one. It's got a nice rubber pad inside instead of just an empty plastic uh, wow. a recess. That's nice. Interestingly enough, the one at the bottom does not have a plastic pad, and that's where you're going to put the most stuff. So just little details. Sure. Nothing wrong with that. It's not a, it's not a, a fault. It's just a quibble. Huge console in the center that has a coin tray as well as a phone tray or whatever else you want to put in it. Mm. Big old box beneath it which uh, has a 12-volt power point in it and also has, um, I believe that's a USB port I'm, I'm feeling down there. But basically, you can put a week's worth of groceries down in the center. It's going to have a cool box, as, as some uh, some cars have. But, you know, again, it's not designed to be a Lexus or an Escalade. It's designed to be yeah. a Ford, right. which means that you get a lot for the money, and you can you, 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 you pick your level of amongst the 10 trims of how much luxury you want. So um, I know that we're uh, starting to run out of time here, Dave, but... Um, well, you got a couple of minutes. It's, uh, I know the music started, oh, okay, but we're about two minutes early. Okay, I thought I, thought I, yeah, I, thought I heard music in the background. Okay, so uh, 60190 was my base price. Yeah. It has the uh, 3795 Remote equi- uh, Equipment Group 202A, mm-hmm. but it only lists the remote start system in that group. I don't know what that's all about. You certainly won't pay... $3,800 for just a remote start system, but it doesn't break down what's in that remote, um, right. in that equipment. 
Um, stone blue, beautiful car, rides well. Lots of uh, I had to take some things down to my friend's uh, beach house because I had a, you know, I had a little damage in my house with the ceiling collapsing. Yeah. Yep. So um, from the from the uh, pipes bursting, so I was able to get some of the stuff out. I folded down all the seats, man. I could I could lay down flat with a mattress and wow. you know have have uh, five or six people join me. I mean, it's that much room behind the, the second row of seats. Uh, you know, like little little motel six on the road, and you know, get, get a little plug in a George Foreman grill. There you go. The AC outlet back and do some serious tailgating. Yeah. Um, I like what Ford is doing. I don't like the fact that they only have one car now, but I do like the fact that that only car is a Mustang, and they've given it a new lease on life. They haven't pulled the plug on the Mustang lately. Yeah. Like Stellantis is done with the Charger, which is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I know, I know, I know. You can print you can print money with that charger, and they they're just closing up the bank. I know. Um, uh, General Motors is not making a Camaro anymore, so I the Mustang know. remains. Well, after this year, will be the only pony car that yep. you can buy. They've got a bunch of crossovers, a bunch of SUVs. Interestingly, the Ford Edge now costs more than the Ford Explorer. That crazy the base trim levels. I don't I, I don't understand that one at all. I but, don't either. Know, it is what it is. All right, they're buddy. Hey, Bronco, they're building Rimaki. They're building everything they can they can make. I know you got an interview coming up. Yep. I'll talk to you next week. Yep. Thank you so much, Joe. Thank you. Welcome to the team. And uh, be safe out there. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, you too, buddy. Uh, we will be talking. All right, folks. Don't touch that dial. We're going to talk to Stephen Lee on the new Ford F two fifty, right here on you want to know FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Welcome back to the You Auto Know Show, FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. Segment is brought to you by Convoy Auto Service, Napa Auto Care, ASC Certified, AAA. Check them out. They're up there at 3909 Convoy Street in San Diego. You can't beat them. And, bump, and Collision Dock, Curdy Mace. It used to be Bumper Dock. Now it's Collision. Why? Because they're taking on a whole lot more to fix your car. So check them out right there in the same complex. All right, let's listen to Stephen Lee, Super Duty brand manager, talking Ford F-250. All right, Buck. Hey, I got Stephen Lee on the line. He is a Super Duty uh, brand manager for Ford, and he just had a little arty in uh, Kentucky. <laughs> but it was still a whole lot of fun. Stephen, tell us all about it. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Dave, and uh, giving uh, me the chance to talk about the all-new Super Duty. So uh, as America's truck leader here for 45 straight years with F-Series, we could not be more excited to introduce the all-new 2023 Super Duty. This thing has been redesigned inside and out to bring unprecedented levels of capability and purposeful technology all throughout this thing. Um, really all aimed at increasing productivity for both our individual customers and all of our uh, commercial customers and businesses of all sizes that rely on Super Duty day in and day out to uh, to get the job done and, um, and ultimately add to the bottom line of their operations. Well, since you guys listen to your customer probably is better than most, what what was it? What was the number one thing your your customer wanted in the new F two fifty? Yeah, well, our engineers, our product development team, our marketing team, we spend so much time talking with heavy-duty customers, whether they're super-duty customers, whether they may drive a competitive make-heavy-duty vehicle. 
we're constantly talking with our customers, always looking for ways that we can provide solutions to a lot of their, their common pain points that they have um, surrounding their experience with their vehicles. And but far and away, towing is the number one usage for heavy-duty trucks and especially for Super Duty. So our engineering team, when designing this vehicle and engineering it, they sought out um, to create a best-in-class towing experience. They, they thought, okay, how can we make hard towing feel easy? What are some of the common pain points that we have um, when it comes to customers towing these large, massive trailers that, that are out there now, whether they're you know, fifth wheel motor, fifth wheel RVs, whether they're uh, horse trailers, construction trailers, you name it. Um, we're selling to such a wide variety of customers that we really need to appeal across the board. And we, one of those pain points that we always hear about is just, hey, it's, it's visibility, it's blind spots. And with the all new Super Duty, we'll have up to 28 available camera views, 14 of which are brand new for 2023 Super Duty. One of them that, that is one of my favorites is a 360-degree trailer camera system. So not only will you get your traditional bird's-eye view over the truck with camera on all sides, but now you can get a bird's-eye view over your trailer right onto the built-in sync center stack touchscreen so you can see clearly on all sides of your trailer um, when you're, let's say, you're backing into that campsite it's late at night. That's a tight spot you're trying to get your fifth wheel RV into. And you have plenty of onlookers from your neighbors watching, just waiting to see something go wrong, right? But you can do this with confidence. You've got visibility on all sides of the trailer, um, thanks to this uh, camera system available on the all-new Super Duty. And isn't it amazing? You know, you build a truck, let's say the 2022. Okay, great. We've answered everybody's. And then all of a sudden, you go talk to them again, and they go, well, how about this? Well, how about that? And you guys go, wait a minute. Didn't we just settle this? Because <laughs> it just seems like every year, you know, the consumer finds something else they need, and you guys kind of go, oh, man, we never even thought of that. It's job security for us, right? Yeah. No, we um, – we, uh, it's, we're always talking with our customers because, I mean, ultimately, we need to build a truck that they can rely on day in and day out. And if we're able to provide a solution that makes their lives easier, helps them be more productive, be more efficient, whether that's heavy-duty work on the job site or if it's, you know, getting to the lake or to the campsite with heavy-duty recreation-type activity, um, we want to be able to be the truck to provide them with that. I mean, another great feature that um, we're able to introduce on Super Duty, Pro Power Onboard. You know, something that originally we launched with Ford on F-150, bringing it to Super Duty. So many customers we've talked to have told us, hey, I've got to carry an additional generator in the bed of my truck to, to power air compressors or tools on the job site because where I'm working or where I'm going is nowhere near where there's an electrical grid. So being able to have Pro Power on board now to be able to power those air compressors, customers don't have to carry that additional generator in the bed of their truck, taking up valuable space, taking up payload weight. Um, they, as long as the truck has fuel, they can use Pro Power on board and uh, power up that air compressor and those tools. Exactly. Well, and you know, much as I hate to see any state go through a, you know, a weather issue, but when when uh, Texas basically froze over. And you guys, you know, said, all right, send all the, the F-150s with Pro Power out to anybody and everybody that needs one. 
you know, until this is over. That was probably one of the best consumer gifts anybody could possibly have done. And I think that must have brought you so much information back to you guys as to how those customers use those trucks and if there were any, you know, deviations, which I don't think there were, because I've heard nothing but positive. So that had to be an added bonus as well, plus you gave back to the consumer. Yeah, and it's unfortunate when areas go through those tough times. But, I mean, there's there's so much that we learn from that as a company. I mean, that we, we see real-life application of this feature, um, you know, and, and receive real-time feedback of actual use. It's not just talking about it in a focus group in some uh in some conference room it's it's actually seeing this feature um you know try try to do everything to improve a situation improve improve lives and um just try and help out and being able to get that feedback um you know through real application is is something that we value for sure no i and i think that just that that just you know influenced so many people that you know you got so many new ford customers you know from that 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 kind gift that you gave to Texas, you know, and 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 you know, but the benefit is is both sides. It's it's the R and D side and it is the consumer side. So, you know, hats off to Ford for you know stepping to the plate. Uh, I've always been curious of all the trucks you guys loaned out. How many of the people that they got loaned to actually bought them? I'll bet that's a pretty high number. What do you want to bet? Oh gosh, I. <laughs> I, you know, I I don't know exactly how many, but I know just the the number of letters, the amount of just positive feedback we got from from just individuals that would take their time right into us, exp- just expressing their gratitude and how thankful they were um, that Ford was able to step up during a difficult time. You know, albeit I mean, and then you've got the whole vehicle side of things. We're getting to. Uh, um, use these new trucks, but I mean, it's just that the outpouring of support was fantastic and certainly something that, albeit we hope we hope we don't have to, you know, have customers use trucks in in some of those manners, um, just from a from a disaster situation. But um, being able to help out and do what we can, um, just you know, as a as a small as a small car manufacturer, will uh, you know, it um, it, it certainly uh, helps helps um, our just what we believe in and, um, you know, our, our day-to-day. Well, and, you know, I, I, and, I, and I, I hope you guys understand, every time I talk to you guys about a, the Ford truck, I always bring that story up. And I do it intentionally because it's not just about selling trucks. It's about taking care of the consumer. And so – I'm just going to tell you, every time we do a review on an F-150, a 250, or whatever, I will bring that story up because some people don't know about it, some people forget about it, and it could be that deciding factor when somebody is going to go buy a truck is, oh, yeah, what was that story that Dave was talking And to me, it's all about customer service, and, and I, I, I can't thank you guys enough for, for seeing seeing that and, and, and going to – but you've done that everywhere. You've done that with the – you know, with the PPEs, you know, when you guys were making box fans, you were making masks, you were making all, I mean, just like you did in the war when you're making airplanes. I know you're not old enough to remember that, but I do. <laughs> so, no, I so, mean, you're absolutely yeah. right. Def- yeah. Yeah, I know. So when's the F-250 uh, going to hit the uh, 
one, hit the press fleet so I can get in one and put it on local TV here, actually national TV. And uh, when can the consumer start ordering? So we're, we're getting very close. So uh, ordering will open up this fall for the all-new Super Duty and look to see uh, them begin to arrive at dealers in first quarter of next year. All right, buddy. Well, hey, I always look forward to talking to you. One of these days, hope to see you on a press event. And uh, let's just keep keep doing the good work that you're doing and uh, keep having fun because I think that's the key to, to building good trucks. Yeah, thank you, Dave. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to come on today. You got it, buddy. You take care and have a wonderful, wonderful week. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.